Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Anna Podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Starr. And today, we are going to be analyzing the Too Late music video by my favorite artist, The Weeknd. Now, I do want to note that today's date is October 24th of 2020. The music video just came out maybe two days ago. And the only reason why I'm noting that now is because I don't know when I'm going to post this episode up. So it might be a couple of weeks from now. And I want to just to note that the video is for as of today, October 24th, the video is still pretty much brand new and people are still reacting to it. Now, uh, I follow a couple of fan pages on Facebook. And of course, whenever the weekend posts anything, whether it be on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, people go ballistic. Like they are sharing, they are liking, they are reposting and retweeting and everything about this guy. Because that's how strong and passionate his fan base is, myself included. Um, some people do beat me to the punch. So I just repost or like or favor whatever I see. Um, but for the most part, I try to keep up with as much of it as I possibly can. Uh, so, of course, I was aware of this video uh, release earlier this week, uh, maybe Sunday or Monday. He dropped um, a couple of hints uh, about a new music video, and then he started posting um, lines from the Too Late song and then a clip or a snippet of a picture from the video here or there, and he was, like, counting down with his entire fan base. So um, a couple of days ago, he drops the video, and, of course, everybody goes to immediately watch it. And the thing, the crazy thing, the insane thing about this music video is the direction that it went. If you have been listening to The Weeknd for as long as I have, you know that this nigga is nasty. He's on some freaky shit. Uh, he kind of let that part of his life go a little bit in these past couple of eras or chapters. Um, these past few have, albums have been a lot more colorful, a lot more, you know, inclusive. Um, so he doesn't really like showcase the nasty no more. It, Cause if you go back and listen to say, or nah, you know, the first line in that, you like the way I flick my tongue or nah, you can ride my face until you're dripping cum. That's nasty, right? I mean, of course I've heard worse. I feel like everybody has heard worse, but that is pretty vulgar and explicit, uh, versus the lyrics to the too late song, um, are a lot more, I'm not going to say softer, but they're a lot more easy. There is a line in the song, which I bring it up now because it is relevant to the music video, where he goes, I just want your body grinding slow on top of me. Now that's freaky, but it's more like a sensual type. You know what I mean? It isn't uh, immediately aggressive. You know, it's not just out there in your face type shit. Um, but like I said, if you listen to The weekend for as long as I have, you know that this man has lines that'll make you go, oh, okay, well, we're, we're doing that now. All right, that's cool. Um, but the thing that kind of um, shocked me about this video, and I think it shocked a lot of people, is just how far he took it. Because it's not just a freaky music video, you know, with girls doing freaky things but it's also a twisted music video of girls doing very twisted things. Um, and I am also going to consider a couple of um, theories and breakdowns that I have seen throughout the fan pages on Facebook. Um, I am going to take those into consideration and mostly because I agree with them, but also because if you really just take a step back and, and, and get rid of 
the gore and the sex and the profanity, then you can see, you know, what's going on, what's happening, and why. And 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 I also want to go on the record for saying that the song and the music video, in my opinion, are not tangled into. Like, they're not the same thing. And there have been plenty of, you know, cases or instances where you have a song and you have a music video, but they don't play the same role. Now, it's it's standard for um, a music video and the music video for the song to kind of continue on. But I think what The Weeknd is doing with his After Hours chapter um, with the character in the red suit and the bloody nose and the busted up face, that's all like playing one big cinematic role. So all of his music videos up to this point have been very much so connected. I did see a, a theory on this fan page uh, by Sean XO, if I'm not mistaken. So Sean XO on Facebook is like, you know, this video is connected to the last one, and he's going to connect it again to the upcoming one uh, with another song, and then that's going to lead into a new character, which will inevitably lead into a new chapter or a new album. And then so by this time next year, we'll have a brand new character, brand new album, brand new music, et cetera, et cetera. And I can get behind most of that, but it might be a bit of a reach, but it, the, 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 um, the cinematic aspect of all of his music videos up until now tying into each other. You have the Heartless music video, the Snow Child music video, which is an animated version of his, basically his progression from day one with the underground mixtapes slash trilogy up until now to after hours and every place in between what we saw what we didn't see characters we may or may not have recognized um we have the until i bleed out music video we have the in your eyes video and now we have the too late video and uh sean xo is predicting that the next video will be escape from l.a uh, so leading from going from that leading into the actual too late music video itself, um, it starts off pretty basic. Uh, there's two girls driving in a car down a suburban street. Uh, they just left from a uh, plastic surgeon's appointment. So their heads are wrapped up in uh, bandages. Their noses are wrapped up in bandages. They have scar marks all over you know, their face, their cheeks, their eyes. Um, they're driving down the street. They're actually listening to Escape from L.A. So when you see the two girls, if you're familiar with Escape from L.A., there's a point in the song, like right in the middle toward the end. He says, L.A. girls all look the same. I can recognize. So basically, you know, when you go to Los Angeles, all of the girls there look like they've been to the same plastic surgeon, had the same work done on their faces, their noses, their chins, their cheeks. They all mimic each other. They're all like robots or clones or something like that. So, and the fact that they're listening to that song and that particular line sticks out as they're driving in the car when they stop, it, it is, is a, a literal translation from that line to the two girls in the car, which is probably why uh, Sean XO from Facebook uh, hints that Escape from LA will be his next music video, which I wouldn't be surprised if it was, but... Um, so the girls are driving in the car listening to Escape from L.A., and they stop. Uh, they get out of the car, and they find the weekend's severed head in the middle of the street. Now, the In Your Eyes music video, uh, there was a young woman on an elevator with her boyfriend, and 
the weekend kills her boyfriend and she's running around in a manic panic trying to escape from him who is a serial killer which by the way the in your eyes news video didn't make any sense either <laughs> it didn't make any sense either it's just him chasing a girl around with a knife trying to kill her and she inevitably takes an axe and cuts his head off in the middle of a nightclub, and then she's dancing around with it, making out with it, everything like that. It's some very gory shit. So this whole chapter is like a really twisted and fucked up ass movie, which makes sense because The Weeknd is very cinematic. He loves watching, you know, films, not just movies, but like cinematic masterpieces that are usually very complex and 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 has a weird twist at the end. So that that actually makes a lot of sense. His influences, you know, contribute to his art, and that art is portrayed in his music videos and his music. So uh, let's get back to the music video at hand. So um, the girls get out of the car. They find the weekend severed head in the middle of the street. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it! It's him! It's perfect!" And they're, they're obviously fucked up in the head. I, I'm not sure how his head got into the middle of the street, but here we are. They bring the head back to their star-studded mansion. It's a super exclusive house in, like, the hills or whatever. Um, and then they're going through the newspaper in the classified ads. Um, and then they order, like, a male stripper to come to their house. And, they, and they're still covered in bandages. Their faces are still wrapped up, and they're still bleeding underneath. Um, the, the stripper comes as a delivery person, quote unquote, and he gets in there and he's dancing for them. He's doing his job. You know, there's one girl sitting on the couch. She's like throwing money at him. He's taking off his clothes, taking off his uh, shirt, his pants. He has like a speedo on and he's really decked out like real, you know, nice and fit. Um, and then the second girl comes up behind him and starts like grinding on him and dancing with him. She has a knife behind her back and she slits the stripper's throat and he falls to the floor bleeding out and at some point they sever his head and they attach the weekend's head to his body and then they put the weekend's clothes on the stripper's body so um i saw somewhere that you know this is a uh, symbolism for you know his female fans they love his voice they love his face they love his hair. They love his facial features, his smile, his, you know, his beard, his nose. But they don't care too much for his body. It's it's a it's a it's like a sick it's like a backhanded compliment almost that they adore everything about him but his physical body, you know. Which I've never seen this man shirtless. I don't think anybody has. The most that I've seen was like a like a low V crew neck shirt. He has like you know, hair on his chest. And that's about it. And then he'll wear like tank tops or jerseys and sleeveless shirts and shit like that. That's about it. He, I do know that he does work out. He does, you know, take boxing classes. So he is healthy. He is in good shape, but he doesn't show his body off at all. So that's kind of like a, um, just a, a stab at that, that, you know, the girls, they love everything about his neck and up. But everything from the neck down is like an atrocity. So they attach his head to a more attractive body. And then they dress him up in his clothes. And then they they have sex with this new body that they've created. One of the girls is literally sitting on his face. 
grinding in slow motion. And then the other one is straddling him, grinding him, riding him, but he's not alive. So, and then they're covered in blood at the same time. Like they got blood all over themselves, all over their clothes, all over their legs, their arms. And, 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 it, and they're just laid out in this big ass bed. <laughs> um, having sex with this guy. And, and, and I think that that part is what really threw a lot of people. And I'm watching it like, bro, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'm confused. Because I saw the comments before I saw the video. Like, I went to the fan page on Facebook, and I was reading through some of the comments. And people were like, bro, what the fuck did I just watch? This isn't a video. This is a porno. This is gross. This is gross. I was watching this with my parents. bro. Like, people are really freaking out. And I was like, okay, I guess I better see what the hell's going on. And I was expecting not this, but I, I do feel like there is some symbolism to it. Because right when the girls start grinding him and riding him, that line pops up. The, I just want your body grinding slow on top of me. That line sticks out right at that moment, and then it just continues, and then the music video just ends. So it is very, very twisted. It is very, very gory. The sex is something you expect. The sex is something you anticipate. This isn't very much so a sexy song, but there are sexy lyrics in it. So when you hear it in association with some sexy shit that you see, that's not the problem. I think the problem was the gore. I think the problem was them cutting off the stripper's head and attaching his head to it, and then the girl sitting on his face. I think that's what people's issue with it was because you're not used to the weekend being gory. You're used to him being erotic. You're used to him being explicit. You're used to him being sexual, but you're not used to him being gory, which... Now that I think about it, if you take a couple of steps back to the past couple of years, at some point, this nigga has music videos where his face is splattered in blood. You have the one of those nights with Juicy J. Uh, that video, very briefly, uh, him and Juicy J are at like a late night bar. It's like 3 a.m. He's at a table surrounded by girls, smoking, drinking. He's out of his mind, obviously. Juicy J is like the VIP section getting his dick sucked and running up a blunt at the same time. That's hilarious. Uh, and then a guy comes into the bar, robs the bar. He stands in front of the weekend's table, pointing a gun at his head. And he's like, give me all your money. And the weekend just starts laughing at him because he's high, so he doesn't know what's going on. And then Juicy J comes up behind the burglar and shoots the burglar in the back of the head. And then blood splats all over the table. It gets all over the weekend's face. And he's just like, bro, I don't know what the fuck's going on type shit. And then you have the um, the false alarm music video. Um a very brief description of that. Um, it's a POV perspective video. So um, the weekend is robbing a bank with a group of people. Uh, one by one, each of the other bank robbers dies or gets like taken out in some form or fashion. They're in the getaway car. He pulls a hostage. Uh, the, the head honcho of the bank robber team He's like, you did all of this just to save that girl, man. Fuck this shit. I want my money. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Da, 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 da. He threatens to shoot the girl, but the weekend, like, shoots him. Or he shoots the driver. And then he shoots the head honcho guy. And then the car crashes. 
the girl, instead of helping him, takes the last bag of money and dips off. And then you, the last thing you see, you see the weekend turning toward a mirror. His face, of course, is splattered in blood. He takes the gun, puts it up to his chin, and pulls the trigger. Um, and then, of course, every single fucking video from the After Hours era has been him in some form or fashion splattered in blood. Um, all of his performances, his nose is busted up and covered in bandages, but it's still bleeding. His eyes are swollen. Um, he has blood coming out of his mouth on his album cover, out of his mouth, out of his nose, on his cheeks. Like, this man is, is known at some point to have blood splattered all over his face. So the gore has always been there. And if you've ever uh, read any of his interviews in magazines or listened to them or watched them or whatever, he talks about his cinematic influence or what influences him cinematically. And it's always these very dark and dreary type of movies by dark and dreary directors. And he's fascinated by that. So eventually something that he watches on the outside will seep its way into his art form and affect what he does and what he portrays on screen. So, and I think that just makes people uncomfortable. I think people aren't used to him being so disgustingly graphic when it comes to the gore. Of course, the female listeners want to listen to him talking about, you know, making this pussy drape or whatever the fuck niggas talk about when they're talking about turning a girl on. And he's known for that as well. Like, um, but they're just not used to seeing him so, you know, disturbingly disgusting because the video is more so disturbing, you know. Yeah, you can get turned off from it because there are girls grinding on a man's face and crotch. And, you know, there is a male stripper who takes off his clothes and dances erotically. If you're into that shit, then that's on you. But it's the slitting of the throat the attaching the head to the headless body, the blood on everything, on all, all over the girls' bodies, their faces, their arms, their legs, their clothes. Um, it's, it's that that makes people uncomfortable because you're mixing erotica with gore. And those two things usually don't go too well together. And I think that just made people a little uncomfortable. Now, the, the video overall... I didn't have no issue with it. I thought it was actually kind of funny. I thought it was more so funny reading the comments and the reactions from people and then going back to watch it, seeing what they were talking about and be like, yeah, I get it. And it, and, and I only watched it once, but I remember it very, very well because it's kind of hard to shake those images out of your head once you already see them. Like, it's, I'm going to... the the this, the I think it's the girls writing his face that really stuck with me Cause it's like, bro, you could have did that without killing the stripper. <laughs> like, you had the head. If that's all you fucking needed, then you didn't need to do anything else extra. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I really just think overall, it just made people a little uncomfortable. But I also think that there's a reason behind it. And if these theories that I'm seeing on these fan pages are true, then the next video will be a continuance of the last one. Because, um, well, the, the one we got before this was The Snow Child, and that was animated. Um, but the one we got before that was In Your Eyes, which wasn't animated. So this really picks up where In Your Eyes takes off. Um, so the next video should take off, should pick up where this one ended. So 
looking forward to seeing those things progress because, you know, while everybody's still kind of in quarantine, and I know I read his last interview, I believe it was for Time. He did two Time interviews, his most recent one. He was like, he's an asthmatic, so he has to stay inside the house. He has to make sure that everyone on his team is constantly tested for uh, COVID-19, and he has to be, you know, extra cautious because he has an underlining health condition, and he has to just be, you know, careful about that. Um, But while everyone is still in quarantine, it is going to be more difficult to push content out for these artists. Um, So I think he's just doing what he can, but I also think that and this is for me trying to be as unbiased as possible i'm convinced that he he has a set image and goal in mind with this album i feel like he sat on it for long enough he's let it you know build up character build up you know um a reputation people have a certain expectation and anticipation for this album and since the concert was delayed until next year he's just trying to weed it out as much as possible so when next year rolls around and we can go back to, you know, going out and enjoying each other's company, you have so much more to look forward to after that. And I think he's just trying to keep us entertained until he can see all of us again. And I know that's, that's, that's the thing for any artist coming in with having to put their touring on hold because of the entire um, quarantine situation. Um, and I understand that could be very stressful and hectic for somebody, especially if you need to perform as much as your fans need to see you live. Like, it's such a miraculous experience. So anything you can do in the meantime of that to keep your fans interested and not lose, you know, that anticipation is necessary. For me, anyway, or to me, anyway. I feel like that's where he's at. But I also feel like, you know, this this all comes together at some point. It's too... The character is too consistent. I don't think, other than the Starboy character, which he wrote that Starboy trend for like two years. Like Starboy went for a very long, two different tours, like a part one, part two type thing that lasted for a very long time. So if he's using that same type of momentum for after hours, then he's going to stretch it out as much as he can. I do know that this has probably been the most... He's put out music video-wise since Trilogy. Because Trilogy, like I said, is the compilation of the three underground mixtapes. And he was pushing out music videos for those like crazy, but of course he had to because that's when he first came out. But these are consistent back-to-back music videos for damn near every single song on the album. And it's going to continue. So... I, I don't have a doubt in my mind that these are all connected somehow. Like, I, I very, very much so believe that. So while we look into the anticipation for the next upcoming music video, we're going to see where it goes, see how he plays it out. It may be Escape from L.A. It may be something else. We're not sure. At this point, I feel like his fans are just on the edge of their seat because he's turning himself into an unpredictable artist. You don't know what he's going to come up with next. But you do know that the After Hours character, the man in the red suit, is going to continue making an appearance. And he's going to continue to become a more evolved character throughout this chapter. Um, So that was my very, very uh, tangent um, explanation of the Too Late music video by The weekend. I appreciate you for sticking around and hearing me out.
Uh, thank you guys once again for tuning in. And until next time, I will hear from you later. <laughs>